0: What are the emotions of running back out onto the field for the first time after a cancer diagnosis? How important is the support you receive over that journey, and how rewarding is it to use your experiences to help others? How do you get up to full fitness after that experience, and what can we perhaps expect in 2023 and 2024? I'm your host, Joey Lynch, and this is Beyond the Lead with Rebecca Stott. there are few figures subject to more admiration in Australian New Zealand football than Rebecca Stott. A New Zealand international, Stottie has been a defensive fixture in the W League for more than a decade, spending time with Brisbane Raw, Melbourne Victory and Melbourne City, and also applied her trade in Germany, Norway and the United States. She won four W League championships with City, including two seasons in which her side went undefeated throughout the length of their campaign and set defensive records, She also played a key ambassadorial role for the bid that ultimately secured the Women's World Cup for Australia and New Zealand in 2023. Stott joined the waves of players from Down Under making their way to Europe when she signed with FA Women's Super League club Brighton & Hove Albion for the 2020-21 season, but was forced to cut her adventure short, revealing to the world that she had been diagnosed with stage 3 Hodgkin's lymphoma and that she was set to undergo six cycles of an aggressive chemotherapy regime in Melbourne, Australia. The news shocked the footballing world and led to an outpouring of support for the 71-time football firm, who would document her journey on both Instagram and her website, Study. After my own Hodgkin's lymphoma diagnosis back in 2008, it was remarkable to observe the strength, determination, positivity, and joy that Stop brought to her cancer journey. A journey that marked major landmarks in recent months when she announced she was in remission returned to the field in the National Premier Leagues with FC boyne Lions, and signed a new contract with City for the 2021-22 W League season. She also launched effort to support others going through treatment under the Beta by Study Brand and is now targeting full participation in the 2023 World Cup and 2024 Paris Olympics. But before we got to any of that, I began our chat with the most important question. How is she feeling?
1: Um, I'm doing good. I'm feeling good. I've completed chemotherapy. Um, I'm in complete remission. So happy days. Um, I'm, yeah, slowly trying to get back to having a normal life um, and get back on the field.
0: I mean, PET scans are never fun, even if you do get that nice view at Peter Mac where you get to look out the window as the uh, contrast does its job. but. From my own personal experience, the wait between finishing the scan and actually getting to hear the results was the absolute worst. What sort of waves of relief were you feeling when your haematologist told you your scan results and that you're in your remission?
1: Oh, I was so over the moon. I was so happy. Um, I think I kind of had a feeling that it was going to be fine after my second scan, um, I was almost clear so after two more cycles of chemo um I was pretty confident that I was going to be in complete remission and so once he said the words I was just so relieved and just so happy to kind of put that um in the past.
0: How do you celebrate during a COVID lockdown because you can't exactly go out or anything like that how do you celebrate (laughs) a momentous occasion?
1: Yeah you just get a bottle of wine and and drink it. (laughs) What's
0: been apparent watching your cancer journey over the past few months has been the positivity and joy that you've sought to bring to the the whole thing. This is despite not only the lows that you get with chemo and all the crappy feelings and the frustrations, but the extra COVID crap on top. You have to wear a mask to treatment there's screenings before and during, restrictions on visitors. A lot of your approach has no doubt been who you are as a person, but it's probably also taken a lot of mental strength and effort. How did you manage all that?
1: Yeah. Um, I think mentally I'm quite a strong person. I have always kind of looked at the positives in every situation that I come across. Um, so that didn't really change throughout this whole journey. Um, so I really looked for the positives that I could take out of each situation. Um, and, I mean, yes, it was it was very tough and I have amazing friends and family and support um, around me. I think that was probably the, the best and the biggest help that I had um, to keep me, yeah, mentally good. Um, so I think I'm just in a very lucky and fortunate position to have that support.
0: Because I guess it is important to acknowledge that, despite like the face that we put up on social media and the positivities, there are low times that come with cancer, and that's perfectly okay, isn't it? It's about coping with them and leaning on others for support.
1: Oh, definitely. Um, There's so many things that you don't expect to happen or you don't know will happen. Um, So I think when your body starts to break down and you can't go for a simple walk around the block, it is very very hard and it's like wow what is happening to me um so there are definitely low points but then just to have people who you can just call and talk to and just everyone around you um I think it's so important to be able to have that so you can talk to people um yeah
0: and just the support not only were you getting it from your friends and family and your close but there really was and outpouring of support from around the world, online, people leaving you messages and all of that sort of stuff. What was that like for you? It must have been a real boost.
1: It was incredible. Um, I didn't know that the football world could be so supportive and just so amazing. Um, I got so many messages from people I don't even know. Um, and it was just so nice to see that people care and people are wishing you the best. And, um, yeah everyone's behind you so it was incredible
0: just nice like during those times you talked about to be able to read those messages of support and all that and give yourself a boost
1: yeah definitely um and sometimes you get messages from kids or people who are going through something similar to you and they kind of reach out and say like you've inspired me and I think those messages once that really hit me and were like wow like I just need to keep on doing what I'm doing and I can help other people and they're actually helping me. They're inspiring me to keep going.
0: Yeah. It's it's a bit of a, it's a cycle, isn't it? They, you inspire them, they inspire you and you all lift each other up.
1: Exactly. Exactly how it
0: works. I think a big part of coping also, in my experiences at least, was the support from the nurses. It's not just the doctors that are part of your treatment plan, it's the nurses that are there with you during all the lows when you're getting the infusions and that. Same for you?
1: Uh, definitely, and I'm so thankful for that bit of advice because if I didn't have it, I probably wouldn't have known to go to the nurses and ask. But once you told me those that important thing, um, the nurses could help me out so much and it really made a difference.
0: Yeah. Did yeah. have any that you like, want to give a shout out? Did you make a bond with any of them in particular or?
1: Oh yeah. Emily, I don't know her last name, but Emily, she was really cool. Um, she helped me out so much. She filled in my forms to get, um, what do you call it? Um, look good, feel better. Uh, filled in those forms, got me all that stuff set up and would always just bring me different things to help me out. And um, yeah, everyone there was amazing.
0: And as part of your journey, you also took part in the world's greatest shave to raise money for the Leukaemia Foundation. And not only that, you've continued with your efforts to help others. You're in the middle of an, an initiative of your own, looking to help others through treatment, giving them supplies and that. Could you walk us through that and the genesis behind that?
1: Yeah, so I'm creating Beat It by Study Bags. Um, the idea behind this is when I was first diagnosed and going to appointments, I was so unorganised. Um, and so I was like, I need a cancer bag. Um, so I've created, a, I've created and designed a cancer bag that will have special compartments and will come with heat pack, drink bottle, beanie, uh, skincare products, um, some cleaning products and just things that I found really helpful during my time. Um, so this will uh, be directly given to canteen patients. Does that make sense? <laughs> that, that, that that
0: makes sense. You know yeah. What I mean.
1: yeah. Um, and, yeah. And so the idea is to help people who are going through the early days of their treatment to feel a bit more comfortable and have a bit more of an understanding of what they're about to go through. Um, something else I'll include in that is tips and kind of tricks that I found were useful for myself mm. because I I think, like, you don't really get told a lot of what's going to actually happen to you. So those things are quite helpful.
0: Mm. And no doubt this is an effort that you want to keep working on. If anybody hearing this, any companies or anything want to get in touch with you and support you with that, how do they do that?
1: um instagram or on my website my email is on there um but yes we're always looking for things that we can put in the bags um that's an ongoing process so anything we can get would be amazing
0: and heading into the remission phase of your cancer journey now no doubt counting down the years until you hit that magical five-year mark um have you given a thought to how you'll look back on this? Because, I mean, you're only 28. You've got so much living left to do. I mean, do you want to keep working in the advocacy and inspiration space for the years and years ahead, eventually close the book on this chapter and not have it come up constantly in interviews and stories? Have you thought about that?
1: Um. Yeah. I mean, I definitely want to keep doing this initiative Um and I think it's such a big thing that I've been through, and I just want to help as many people as i can um so i d- I definitely don't think I'll be closing this chapter on my life like yes, it has been a hard time, and I'm happy to be done with the the treatment side of it. However, I think this will always be a big part of my life now um so yeah
0: and Unfortunately, looking at the football side of things, unfortunately the um, National Premier League season down here in Victoria is currently suspended due to COVID. Sad faces all around. But before it was, you were able to play a couple of games for FC Bullion Lions, even if one of them was as a goalkeeper, which I know was a very unfamiliar experience for you. But what was it like getting back onto the pitch after being away and seeing and just not being physically able to even think about doing it?
1: Yeah, it was incredible. Um, going into the first game, I stepped on the field. Um, I didn't really think much of it. I didn't expect much, um, but it actually really got me. I was quite emotional, and everyone was so happy for me. And by the photos, you can see like I couldn't take the the smile off my face. So it was an incredible feeling, um, and just to be like, well, yeah, I'm gonna get back, and I'm gonna I'm gonna be better than I was beforehand. Um, Yeah, the goalkeeper side of things, that was my dream to play goalkeeper and now I never, ever want to play there again. (laughs) I hated it.
0: (laughs) No, well, I mean, you only shipped one, (laughs) which was okay.
1: Yeah, only once. (laughs) (laughs)
0: But um, it was it really a case of, like you said, you weren't expecting to get as emotional as you were? It's a case of you don't know what you've got until it's gone, just like you've come out of this with a newfound appreciation for playing football and being in a dressing room with your teammates and all of that sort of stuff?
1: Yeah, I definitely think I had forgotten what it was like to be part of a team and to just be able to play a game. Um, And so having that... That moment it kind of ignited the fire back in me to be like yeah like this is your life this is this is what you enjoy this is what you're good at um let's make the most of however long I have left playing
0: because mm. also down there at the Veneto club the home of SC Bull in Lions you'd also been doing a bit of mentoring work with some of the younger players and coaching and all that what, what have you been doing on that front
1: um yeah so Caitlin friend obviously has elite ff which is the female football program. Um
0: Caitlin so friend being the coach of FC Bulling Lions for all of our listeners yes. yeah. Sorry. Yep, that no.
1: one. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so she has that business so I sometimes coach down with her um and yeah so I've been working with Adoha um, she 's one of the younger Boleen players uh she 's actually a kiwi, so i 've been trying to get her over to new zealand to to have a trial with the team um and we 've just been working on a few things and yeah it's it's fun it's it's nice to to give back and try and help the younger generation i guess
0: and outside of bullying of course we're we're also chatting because hasn 't been announced yet, but when this chat goes out, it will have been that you 've resigned. Uh, with Melbourne City to continue your progression back to the field. The club's been right behind you throughout this entire process and this is the next step in that?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, I've been talking to Dr Nick who is at Melbourne City um, throughout the whole process. He was actually there when I first got my check-up last June. Um, So it's been good to have them um, right next to me during this whole journey. Um, And I'm so excited to go back there and play. Uh, I just can't wait for preseason to start and the season to get underway.
0: A lot of fitness and conditioning work for you ahead as well to get back to the levels that you were at?
1: Yeah, definitely. And I'm so aware that it's going to be a hard hard, um, journey back to try and get back to fitness and back to where I need to be. But um, I'm sure I'll get there and I reckon I'll be better. Mm.
0: Because chemo it hits everybody differently were you able to stay active at all during your treatment do pilates yoga weights jogging were you able to do anything
1: no I wasn't really able to do anything I mean technically I could have done those yoga and stretching things but I was really not feeling that great so um even going for a walk around the block uh was actually quite a struggle my heart rate would get up to around 160 at some stage when that's that was the max I was supposed to go to. So I went into it thinking, yeah, I'll be able to kind of stay fit during it. But once I got into it, it was like, there's no way I'm going to be able to. So I'm really having to start from scratch at mm-hmm. the moment and try and get my body conditioned back to being an elite athlete.
0: Well, I've, I've got zero doubts that you will eventually get back to that point, be flying around the pitch and making lives the lives of strikers an absolute nightmare. But how much do you think you'll be able to play next season? Do you have certain landmarks on your return to fitness? So I want to play fifteen minutes, half an hour, an hour, a full game. Do you have those sort of a timeline in place for that?
1: For W League, I want to play the whole season. That's definitely my goal. I think I'll be ready for that. Um, and yes, yeah, so it's just it's a crucial two months at the moment to really work hard and get my body back to there. Um, But I have no doubt that I'll I'll be playing fully for Melbourne City.
0: Well, I mean, I guess that's also good news for New Zealand and the New Zealand national team because I imagine not only is the W League a huge goal but 2023 and the Women's World Cup in Australia and New Zealand's Uh, which you were an ambassador for during the bidding process. I'm guessing that's an absolutely huge goal, a huge landmark as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, bigger goal event can you have um, to give you motivation to get back. I don't think there's anything else bigger than that. So um, I'm so lucky that we have that and I'm so excited. And, yes, my goal is to play in that and really do well for our country. Um, and make a difference in New Zealand women's sport. Mm.
0: Because reading some stuff in the recent months as well, the New Zealand national team, they've been really getting around you as well throughout this process, haven't they?
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I remember when I was still in quarantine in Sydney and I just found out, I let the girls know and they all just poured out support for me. Um, So it was amazing to have those girls behind me and throughout the whole journey they've all been so supportive.
0: And did I'm guessing that Tokyo 2020 only really lit a fire in your belly to keep going back and experience that as well?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, I was gutted to mess out, obviously, but um, I mean, I was watching the closing ceremony and they passed it on to France, and I was like, wow, I can't wait to be there. That's that's going to be incredible. So that's also on the radar. What
0: did you think of the girls' campaign in Tokyo?
1: Yeah, I think it was so hard. They went into the tournament without having really any lead-up, um, build-up games or tours or anything. So it was a really hard situation for them and also to be drawn with three of the four semi-finalists. I mean, it's it's such a hard group to get out of. So I think they did well, um, but I can't wait to get back and have more time with the girls and um, build on what we have.
0: Yeah, it really was a group of death in the end, <laughs> wasn't it? Going in
1: Definitely. through
0: the finals, but just to finish off, study because I know you've got a lot of other stuff to do today in the lead into your unveiling as Melbourne City's latest W League signing. Um, but looking back at your journey over the past months, and you've had to pack a lot of living and experiences in over the past few months. What do you think is your biggest takeaway going to be? And what do you think, well, we'll start with that. What do you reckon your biggest takeaway is going to be from the past few months?
1: Oh, big question. <laughs> um, gosh. Probably just to keep looking for the positives that are um, come along with life. I know there can be negatives, um, but... Everything happens for a reason, and you just got to deal with what you what you're given. Um, so to try and have a positive outlook on that, I think that's just kept me going um, and really helped me out through this hard time. So I think, yeah, just to yeah try mm-hmm. and try and look for the positives.
0: And that would be your. We've talked about you being an inspiration. That would be your message for others that find themselves in that situation commencing a cancer journey?
1: Yeah, definitely. I think um, I think I was very lucky and fortunate to have, like, the type that I had. Um, and I think for me it helped to know, like, I don't know if this sounds bad, but, like, um, other people have it worse kind of thing. I think that also helped me, like. keep perspective
0: of the situation
1: exactly keep perspective and some people have it a lot worse than you do um so i don't know if that's good to say but it helped me a lot and yeah so lean on people around you because you need your support when you're going through something hard like that
0: I think that comes like there's no real proper correct way to have a cancer experience, is, it? is there? Everybody's journey is different. It's about finding what works for them.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, and it's, it's your situation and you're going through it. And so whatever you feel comfortable with, you do.
0: Rebecca Stott, I really appreciate you taking the time to chat with me today ahead of what, as I said, is a busy day heading down to City's new home of Casey. You can enjoy that commute. Um, for the W League season, but as we said, you've got the new uh, bags coming out for cancer patients and where can people follow along with your journey? You've got the website and Instagram. What are those handles?
1: Yeah, so Um You can buy a bag on there. Not yet, actually, <laughs> soon. Um, but, yeah, um, Instagram is beatitbystudy or just follow along at study underscore 13, I think. Um, yeah, I don't mm. even know my handles. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you've got the beanies coming as well, don't you?
1: Yes, I actually have the beanies for sale now. Um, so those are good and, yeah, good to go and they're kind of cool.
0: So Study's Journey is set to write a few more memorable chapters in the months and years to come which, as she mentioned, you can follow on her website and Instagram feeds. very much encourage you to do so because I have zero, zero doubt she is going to surprise a lot of people with how strongly she comes back. The W League season, in which she's set to take part in, is nominally set to commence this November, although that may be subject to change given the current state of everything on the eastern seaboard of Australia. But... Regardless of all that, for now, I'd like to thank you for joining us for another edition of ESPN's Beyond the Lead, this time with New Melbourne City signing a New Zealand international footballer, Rebecca Stott. I've been your host, Joey Lynch, and don't forget that you can catch this episode, every other episode of Beyond the Lead, and every single episode of all of ESPN's collection of delightful podcasts, including our dedicated women's football podcast, The Far Post, with Angela Christian Wilkes, Anna Harrington, Samantha Lewis, and Marissa Lordannick, wherever you do so happen to get your podcast from. If you're enjoying Beyond the Lead or any of those other podcasts, make sure you subscribe whilst you're digging them out. Give us one of those five-star reviews and help spread the word. Don't give us a boot. Thanks for tuning in today, tomorrow, or wherever you happen to be catching this from, wherever, wherever. And I'll catch you for another deep dive into sports as ESPN takes you Beyond the Lead very
1: soon.